All right, we are lit, good sir. I gotta say, like, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic that Trump lost, <laughs> but like, I'm hopeful that Biden won because I mean, um, he did. You don't have to hope no more. He did win. No, I'm hopeful that he won. I'm not happy that he won. I'm like, I'm hopeful. Like, it gives me hope that it could be a better future. I'm not necessarily putting all my eggs in the basket in the so Biden this, basket. So this is not like Obama. Like, you know, you ain't feeling oh, it like no. that. <laughs> Will we ever have another like Obama-like election? Ooh. Okay, so here's you my, don't see okay, that. So no, I don't think so because black people. Well, we were just too hyped for that shit. Bro. <laughs> hey, you remember that was the first time we could vote? Yeah, bro. I didn't care who else was on the ballot. Uh, not none. I promise you, all of our friends, our followers on our age group, none of us cared. And then it was like, and it was like a perfect storm because, like, I think maybe like a few months later, like that Jeezy joint, my president is black, came uh, out. Running that nigga one, bro. That shit was playing in the streets. <laughs> I can't remember as a kid. Like, I can't remember one time I was like, um. Did you know Obama, Obama proposed to do so and so policy or like <laughs> so and so? Did you know Obama's gonna get us health care for all? I, I don't remember one. Remember one conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I don't either. It's like, oh, he black? Okay, <laughs> okay, we in there. Look at that Obama plates, Obama <laughs> t-shirts. We got we and we still have an Obama gas station. Oh my gosh, yes we do. <laughs> Everybody, grandma got an Obama um, shirt that she wear around the house. But yeah, man. So we was hopeful then. <laughs> we just we we th- we thankful this time. <laughs> we are thankful, man. Um, I I don't ooh, the Trump shit, man. To see this man Trump like losing his shit, yo, like Bro. trying to avoid. I respect it. I, I what do you mean you here you go again? I, I respect the way my man going out. He said, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what y'all said. <laughs> <laughs> you respect the man trying to, to stop the the counts on the night yep. of the election. Yep, <laughs> whatever it takes, baby. <laughs> It takes to avoid these civil suits coming for right. your ass. <laughs> this man, to see him just going this tirade. But see, yeah. I, I am, I'm not one of those people that fears all this violence and stuff, but like, he's literally fucking up people's minds by, did you see the the, um, the whole protest on the um, state house that we had here? I saw a little bit of it, but I didn't see much of it. But it's like, riling all these people up on lies, man. Like, on pure lies. Like, it's spending like, in true fascist form, like true propaganda. Like, Bro. I mean, like if, if y'all don't believe the truth I'm telling you, then like, <laughs> I mean, I'm the president. It's just like the internet. Like I'm the president, so it's got to be true. That's, <laughs> such as I will. You always, I'm just saying. You just want to be, you got your MAGA hat on again, I see. I do. Oh, I got MAGA on the back. How do you, so you disappointed that Joe Biden won is what you're saying. <laughs> you wish, you wish Trump was still in there. I'm thankful. I don't know, man. Just a year ago, you was talking about. I was trying to vote for Trump. I was trying to find a reason. Couldn't do it. Niggas too terrible. Daughter embarrassed. Niggas, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, Vic. Exactly with the eye roll. Get get him off the show. (laughs) Vic, you're gonna be my new co-host. Go ahead. We need somebody better than you. You, Christina on the Lovecraft. I'm true. I'm true. I'm true. 
So you don't see it as dangerous what he's doing right now. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> what you what you mean? You gotta do <laughs> if you're trying to win by any means necessary, my man Trump is legit. Like that's the definition by any means necessary. <laughs> he's not about to I'm gonna change the law. <laughs> Bro, it's like firing people in the Pentagon. Fam. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna change the law mid count. Bruh. And I'm going to fire you because you put in a resignation letter. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm, fuck you thought this was? I'm going to switch out this Pentagon. I'm going um, to um, get people to harass these um, pollers. I'll be honest. I, I, bro, this nigga Trump is like such of a showman. Like, he's not just just like on some rap beef. He's not going to show up to the inauguration. Bruh. <laughs> they ain't even talk. Um, Biden's camp and, you know, and that's one thing I am like dead serious about. What's fuck was really scary is like you know there has to be a whole talk of like trans transition of power. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is what you need to know. This whatever, whatever. They not even talking. I mean, and we got the pandemic out in this bitch. I mean, okay. So like, okay, they're not talking. I get that. But I think y'all overreacting. If you really mad about it. What you mean? If they start talking soon, they start talking the next month. Probably not. Gonna next month we get the pandemic. Niggas <sighs> still gonna be in the pandemic. You. We need. <laughs> Who's the worst person? I know. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I, I think that's an overreaction that they not talking, and it's only a week after the election. Like, like it's it's, it's not that deep. It's no. It's, the, it's not just the fact that they ain't talking. Now, if now if he just ain't gonna talk, period. That's, that's what issue. it's looking like. The fact that he's like so focused on pulling that at air to try to keep the seat. Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. That means like it's like it's like if I talk to you and we had a fight. Like you beat me in the fight. Yeah, like, presidents? No, 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 listen, no, listen, no, listen, no, listen, no, listen, no, listen, no, listen. We just regular niggas. Okay, then shut up. Niggas. Shut up, then. If you like knock me out, or if you like punch me to the ground, and then like you start, you reach out your hand, like I'm gonna help you up. No, 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 the fight ain't done yet. I might have got knocked out. Are we presidents? <laughs> I might have got knocked out. Are we presidents? But as soon as I, I'm done. But as, <laughs> but as soon as I grab your hand, so you can help me up. That mean that mean I lost for real. <laughs> I lost for real. It's like an anime, like when Goku beat your ass and he he give you a sense of being. Just just yeah, and then he try to help and you up. Help you out. Put your ass up, man. Okay, whatever. You can. You just ain't no real nigga. <laughs> Trump is the real nigga. You're right. So, anyways, now that your boy Biden in there, Kamala in there, mm-hmm. how we gonna keep these niggas in line? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta um. Serious ideas, and um, I gotta say, man, for those who saw my status, y'all know I try to make statuses before the each podcast to kind of get some opinions. Highly disappointed in the. Did you did you see? I don't know if you looked at it. My status. I mean, no, I don't get on the book. Well, you be on there for thoughties and stuff, bro. That's IG. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it's it was very disappointing. Like, <laughs> either it was black Republicans talk some nonsense. Or was the whole like? What, was, what did status say? The status was um now that Biden's in the office. Oh no, I think hold on, I don't want to read the thing. Basically, it was now that like we can see like clearly, clearly the black vote was critical to like Biden Harris winning this election, right? Yeah. So now that that's you know that's obvious, like what are we going to do to hold them accountable? Democrats in general accountable for you know us allowing them to take you know the executive um branch. And hopefully the Senate, um, there's still there's going to be a runoff in um, I think January. In the for the one in Georgia. Yeah, that's going to be critical because if we if not we I'm not a Democrat but if Democrats can tie the you know Senate, then um, 
Say what? You're black. You're a Democrat. No, bro. If, if, if Democrats try to send it, then Kamala Harris will be the um, you know, tiebreaker in, as far as like passing policies and bills and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, and that would be crucial to like Joe Biden being able to do anything. If Republicans take it over, like Mitch McConnell can just like, like not get out my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. So, um, basically, you saying like, what are we gonna do to hold him accountable? And like, the black Republicans was like. You get your blacks gave away your power when you voted for Democrat in the first place. And then here go the niggas that don't vote for either one, but just want to say everything's fucked up, but I'm not gonna do nothing about it. Saying like, don't trust the politicians at all. Y'all be, uh, and then doing these Malcolm X quotes that they don't actually know. <laughs> they just saw an excerpt on YouTube or some shit. I was like, y'all just fucking worse. But um, <laughs> surprisingly, both disappointingly and I would say, Greatly, like the white people that commented on the post had the best like thoughts about the shit. They were saying what I've been saying, which is um, why don't we look at you know joining or supporting special interest groups that um basically support that whatever we want, whatever policies we want to enforce. So mm-hmm. um, because I mean at the end of the day, politicians only pay attention to money and votes. Yeah. So why don't we just support those and um you know and get those to push our policies forward, like white people do, like the NRA does, like all the time. If you ever wonder why you still got your guns, because the NRA is out here like hustling every day. <laughs> so that's what white people were saying. And like, you know why white people had good opinions? Well, because they've had political power before. <laughs> well, that's that's another thing too. Yeah, like they right. like they know what to do with it. Right. So, and they're more of them are accustomed to how the system works, and more of us, more of them are educated on it than than we are. Sally. I'm gonna be honest. I'm with the black Republicans on this. On what? Y'all niggas gave up power when y'all voted Biden. I did it too, but <laughs> bro, I feel like if you don't make them miss you, like in a way, like not miss you, but <clears throat> if if they know that they always gonna have you, then un- until you do something, they always gonna treat you wrong. But wasn't twenty sixteen proof that that's not true? That they always have them? No, that's not true. Twenty sixteen proof that if we don't care enough, we won't come out. I think there's two different things. This year, it was like, okay, well, we got to get Trump or Biden. I think that was the overall consensus. It wasn't a real hope in Biden. It wasn't a real faith that Biden was going to do us right. It was the fact that we just got to get Trump to fuck up out of there. I disagree, because Biden actually had, like, whether you believe it or not, He's not gonna do this shit. He actually had like a black agenda. Like that was I get that. I, large. Like he actually had a plan for I, black. I don't think that moved a lot of black people. Oh, I disagree. I don't know. I don't think what that. would be the difference between him and Hillary Clinton if that was the case? Hillary was just so vanilla, like nobody cared. Especially black people also thought she was just gonna win. But like black people also definitely didn't want Trump to be president. I don't I don't think black people knew how bad it was. Like like you like you know if you 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 know Trump's like a showboat. So you thought he was just doing all this shit to just win. And then you saw the Donahue shit or, or something like that he had back in the day where he was like, oh, yeah, if I was a Republican, I just, I mean, if I was never to run for president, I'd just say I was a Republican, da 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 mm-hmm. You know, just to get in there because they're, I can't remember what he said, but he's like, he was just like, like, yeah. Yeah, so like, nobody thought Trump was going to be this fucking man. I don't know, like, like people, like, got like, Clear narcissist, guy who's like clearly, I had just been abusing power for forever as an, as not even a politician, 
like I think people knew like maybe they wouldn't know how bad it's gonna be, but like people knew it would be bad if Trump became president. And I think that I don't think people knew, bro. People I, knew I, what I, I do not think people knew. I don't think people knew it was gonna be like this. Maybe not like this, but we knew it was gonna My be. My man bad. just incited racism. He just I mean he just, So <laughs> So what are you talking about? Like you knew he was doing that. But nobody know. Nope, like everybody thought it was on like a small scale. Like, I don't think people knew it was gonna blow up like it did. If he became the president, people didn't think it would blow up the way. I it don't did. think people consciously thought about it. Uh, no, bro. I think that <laughs> I, th- I think you're giving people too much credit. I think you're not giving people enough credit in terms of just knowing that Hillary did not have like she did. She expected any any Hillary was not the greatest. Well, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. But people, we didn't vote for her anyway. It wasn't like she just. I think she thought she just had the black vote because she was Democratic and because she was Bill Clinton's wife. So she just thought like I could just go on Beverly Club and talk about hot sauce and get this little get this vote. Like Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, and be in there. And I think that's exactly what she did. And I think Democrats, and particularly people like um, Stacey Abrams, who oh my gosh. I don't know if you've been reading up on Stacey Abrams. She did a lot of work around Georgia. I remember. Oh my gosh. Like Stacey was, you know, she ran for governor mm-hmm. um, back in 2018. And by all accounts, it seems like she got cheated um, due to voter suppression, like we were talking about before. And instead of being like, fuck this shit, or like, you know, I'm just gonna fall back or just go and kind of go off this wave of being kind of celebrity right now. Like she went hard into pain as far as fighting voter suppression. And like with her organization, with a whole bunch of other like black like grassroots organizations, mm-hmm. got like over eight hundred thousand people registered to vote, bro, in, in Georgia, which is wild. And so, <clears throat> with that, like, I think that they knew they couldn't just sit back and just rely on black people to just you know come out for Democrats they, if they look good enough. Like, they knew that they had to like show because Stacey Abrams is like a real real ass person. Um, people like. Oh man, the representative that just got elected in Missouri, um, Corey Bay, uh, Corey Bush, mm-hmm. who was just, bro, this will give you hope. Who was like a straight up, like she was straight up, but like a registered nurse out here, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, strong activist. Like she was at her and I heard, you know, her, you know, election speech thing. Mm-hmm. She had Black Lives Matter everywhere and shit. Like she was talking about blacky black shit. Like she didn't give a fuck. Like I think they know that they, like, we have to listen to black people now. Like we can't just take their vote for granted because we cannot let another Trump happen. I don't think we just taking it for granted. Like I, I really don't think we gave away power, especially when we be doing so much work, regardless of who's the president. Like, I'm not with this whole we gave away power shit, man. Okay, we not with it. Uh, but I'm, not, I'm just saying we could have shown more power and not do it, and letting Trump get reelected. Yeah. If because if bro, they think we're they think they got us. Democrats think they got us. But this isn't the whole point to like hold them. Account like we're saying, like we see that you're making an effort. We see it's okay. Well, okay, so okay, here, okay, so here, if Joe doesn't do shit that he said he was going to do in his first four years, then okay, let's hold him accountable. But I think it would have been just as effective to for for black folk to not show up for Biden. How? Because you because you show them that he doesn't have the vote. But how would he show you he can do what he wants to do if he's not the president? can't. I'm just saying, you show the whole party. You show the party as a whole. You're like, yeah. y'all niggas need us. Yeah. Y'all niggas need to... Y'all, we, we ain't just automatically here. We ain't no auto lock for you. I agree. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when you see the effort that he has put forth to show that he's actually here for us, 
like I said, was yet to be determined if it's true effort or not. But I'm not that true effort, but it's actually going to be implemented or not. Yeah. But like when you see that effort, like isn't the next step to be like, all right, we're going to vote for you. And then we're going to hold you accountable. Well, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just agreeing with the black Republicans on your little shit. <laughs> but I don't like, y'all like. <laughs> Me and Dom over here, saying, y'all fucked up. Get with your boy. <laughs> According to y'all, we was better as slaves anyway. So okay. I, I never said that. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. I'm with him on the game of power shit. I'm not with him on. <laughs> nah, the, y'all be all y'all the way. niggas was better as slaves. Y'all be all the way. <laughs> but yeah, did you? I don't know if you um, shared thoughts on how we hold you accountable. I don't think you said George. No, nah, man, just brush. Try and try and hold him to the, hold his feet to the fire. And I don't think you really can do anything while he's uh, in office, except for get on social media, like be active, um, let him hear your voice in some kind of way. Um, but outside of that, like just don't vote for him again. <laughs> bro, we, bro, we, bro, we well, just got okay. four years of bullshit. What's another four? Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's that. I think, like I said, definitely look up special interest groups. If you look at, um, oh, here we go. Right, my notes. Um, just facts. votesmart.org It'll show you all the large, like special interest groups that um you may or may not be aware of. Because a lot of people have been doing this stuff for a long time, so you join one of them. Um, but more than anything, like call y'all congressman. Y'all know I be talking about knocking the whole system over. I'm still about that. But while we're here, like I believe in harassing these congressmen when it comes to policies that you are, you know, very passionate about, whether you Medicare whether it be getting money in people's hands for relief during this whole pandemic and beyond, um, whether it be immigration and even anything you're passionate about, like find out who your representatives are, your senators are, hit them up in emails, call them, talk to them, excuse me, hold them accountable because they, they, they the most biggest one. As a matter of fact, look up your city council meetings, your city budget, see where your money going. Look at all these things, and if you got a problem with it, like contact these people, man. Those are the people, like we said, have the most, you know, impact on your life, like directly. But like, I think that's how you really, really do it with anything. Is um, you know, when when Joe start coming with his heat with the whole like, it's gonna be like a five thousand dollar a month black reparations plan for all black people. Let's go, Joe. <laughs> like when that comes, like. Call your congressman, be like, "Hey, I want you to pass this thing." You know, what I'm saying that plug your email. You could put your thing too. I know you, you white know, and all, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, right. we kind of we got a out here. We got right. We got motherfucking Tim Scott and, <laughs> and Lizzie Graham. Hey, Clyburn, baby, I, I know I got you. I know I got you, Clyburn. But for real, like, even if like it's as as petty as it seems that it is, like, we, you can't clog up the emails with this stuff. You can like actually talk to them. You yeah, I think, I think people have always felt like congressmen and yeah. your representatives are kind of untouchable. Untouchable, yeah. You can't really reach them. No. So you definitely can't. There are definitely avenues to do it. Definitely can. And also at the same time, not going to shit over. <laughs> That's a local election. Yeah, for sure. Be there for sure. So, real quick, before we change topic, how do we engage? Because I'm not going to lie, the status shit pissed me off. Like, it <laughs> made me mad because. <laughs> I'm fine. Like if you don't have trust in politicians, I get that. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't trust abolition, because you don't really know what that looks like, I get that too. But the people who just want to like come barging in Kool Aid man style, <laughs> disrupting the conversations, but with nothing to add to them, yeah. And don't even want to engage in the conversation. They just want to be like, y'all fucking up, and y'all need to stop the shit. And you be like, all right, what's the solution? 
I don't know. All right, well, we trying to plan something. You want to come in? And, no. Like, how do you even engage with people like that? Like, because I'm, I don't believe in just dismissing people's thoughts and opinions, but at the same time, like y'all hindering shit. And you just trying to get shit done. But it's the same thing we go through all the time with anything, like not necessarily even political, just you know, whether it be uh, whatever, whatever people talk about on social media, like whatever real topic that there is, is you always going to have people that just, nah, fuck that. We can't do that shit. <laughs> nah, we can't do nothing. Yeah, like, let's just be mad at it. <laughs> let's just be mad at it in the Facebook post and walk away. It'd be niggas with families and shit, man. Like, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be niggas with shit to lose. I'm the nigga that's like single, but you know, single by himself and shit. Like you would think I'd be the main one not to care for nothing. But um, like I said, I can't make nobody care. But you just coming and disrupting shit for what? Like I just want like people to take more control of their lives or just like, you know, just engage in more thoughtful dialogue, man. Like if, if the only thing you can do is talk, then talk about something progressive. Well, people just want to be heard, especially on the internet. But <laughs> that's the main that's the main it's gonna be loud or wrong. <laughs> Bro, like, and they okay with that. <laughs> as long as they're heard. You know what I mean? I think we've been we've been dealing with this for so long. People just want to be angry on the internet. That's why this shit is out of control. And you gotta accept that and hopefully they grasp something in the in, in the real conversation that's going on. I mean, you're right until we get the censorship thing popping. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Stop it, man. Let people speak. It's just annoying, man. Like, you just gotta have... Bro, just delete their comments and block them. Like, everybody else. I will, like... like all your little liberal friends. <laughs> like we talked about last time. Just block them. Like... I will, but, like, straight unfollow people and shit like that. But, like, I don't know, man. Just be think... Just think about what you're wasting your time on. And... <laughs> Just, just I mean, you know, life. you know, the good thing is, like, unfortunately, even though they're here just to distract and just to like be angry, mm-hmm. hopefully they're reading the comments. I think that's <laughs> what it is, because you know what happens is they kind of sidestep anytime you make a point. Like, you can see the sidestep, yeah. and they just make that was the main thing with the status. They were just like niggas weren't even answering the question. They just came on and just talk about how evil Democrats are, mm-hmm. or like how pointless it is to participate in that trust politics. We don't care about nothing. And these in national politics, they they matter, but like your local stuff matters more. That's all I'm saying. So there's nothing else is getting involved with that. Yeah. If you can't do that, you just want to be loud around wrong. <laughs> just get off my status. <laughs> all right. So we want to talk about their comments, Mike. I'm, I'll be trying not because then they come back like, That's oh, I saying. see you deleting my comment. Oh, delete the comments, my man. Said, let the wokies woke. Leave it behind. <laughs> I do, man. I don't, y'all know, I don't be doing this. Social, you know, I'm can't save everybody, though. I don't be trying to save everybody. I'm just trying to do my thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't invite them to the conversation. I'm just trying to talk to people who want to engage in the conversation. I mean, you posted it, so. Yeah, right. I was asking for it. I was asking for it. Okay. Oh, so you a whole victim out here now. I am a victim of the wokies. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to talk about. <laughs> Why y'all still Christians out here? And I'm more so talking millennials. We're trying to get the devil. What the fuck? <laughs> we ain't trying to burn the devil. You ain't trying support, to burn for eternity. You ain't supporting Trump. You gonna be right there with him, bro? Trump believes. He That's believes for y'all, for y'all's image. <laughs> <laughs> you see what he was holding that Bible? He was like, "Hey, I found this." Right. <laughs> uh, I believe in it. Now, I just ask a question of um, I don't really ask older people this, 
older black people. This is mainly for black people. I don't really ask older black people this because they pretty much, if they Christian, they're going to be Christian for the rest of their life. That's a done deal. But um, I ask millennials um, why most of them are Christians because I don't really know any millennial that just lives by Christian values on a daily basis. Well, no, I take that back. I know a couple. But even them, like, they, I feel like they falter more than they adhere to, like, I guess the Bible or just Christian beliefs and everything and practices. Excuse me. And I don't really understand why more millennials don't decide to just create their own relationship with God um, and decide to be Christian, even though most of us, you know, be out here cursing or whatever, having sex before marriage and whatnot, you know, doing drugs, whatever like that. I don't condemn none of that. And I'm not saying, like, you should just go all in on those things, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I don't know why you wouldn't just make your own relationship with God when it seems like Christianity is such a dated belief and a lot of it is kind of based in, you know, power, honestly, exhibiting bigotry, uh, homophobia, racism, and stuff like that. And if you are a Christian, you want to stay a Christian, that's cool. As long as you're doing it in a healthy way, as long as you're living a healthy lifestyle and they're treating other people with respect and love, I'm all for it. I just don't, I just never really understood, like, why, because most of us are only Christian because we were born in a Christian family. Like, no one grew up was like, I want to be Christian when I grow up. Like, we mostly just kind of just took it on because that's what our family wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why more of us don't just make our own thing. Because we don't want to burn the hell. <laughs> and I think that's a legit reason. Like, <laughs> you think the average millennial believes in hell? Shit, I do. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of y'all niggas. <laughs> but I do. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, bro, it's like, okay, so... If you if you was brought up on the Christian faith, right? Like, why wouldn't you just follow Christianity if you're gonna believe in God anyway? Because you can make your own relationship with God. Like, you can still believe in God without having to adhere to somebody else's rules that somebody else set in place. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, like, if that ain't gonna get me to heaven, you know. Like, well, who's the same? Like, who's the same besides God? Well, see, this my God thing. say follow these rules. <laughs> my thing, man. God say, look, me, this is what you need to do. <laughs> How are so many people allowed to speak for God? And especially when these people don't even be agreeing with each other. You know, I ain't got to listen to no pastor. I just need the book. I, but, I feel like the book, okay, so honestly though, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, Christianity as it's supposed to be practiced. Everything in our world can get perverted. For sure. And I think that's what has turned so many people off from it. Mm-hmm. Especially with black folks and the way it was, it was manipulated you know, in the South, yeah. you know what I mean? So, you know, there's nothing wrong with following a, a, a faith that says, don't steal, respect thy neighbor, no. this, that, and the third, you know what I mean, the 10th commandment. While there are some fucked up things in there, <laughs> it's extremely outdated. Yeah. I don't think the religion as a whole is outdated. I think maybe some of the, the stories, some of the, some of the older teachings, you know what I mean, are hella outdated. Who gets to decide what's outdated and what's still relevant? But isn't can't you just say the same thing in reverse? Like <laughs> what you mean? Like can't you say that you saying uh I guess homosexuality is okay? Is isn't that like just the same? Instead of the Bible saying like it's fucked up, mm-hmm. isn't you saying it's okay, just aren't you just doing the exact same thing? No, I'm saying if you're it depends on whose rules or whatever whatever rules. If you even go by the rules at all, you're going homosexuality by. is frowned on in the Bible. 
obviously. Mm-hmm. But the reason we frown on it now is because society has caught up. You know what I mean? And so if you don't want to adopt that practice of saying homosexuality is fucked up, okay, cool. But just well, that's my question. Who gets to say, who's allowed to designate what is cool to just be like, that part of the Bible is no longer relevant, but this part is. I feel like we're having the same argument. No, no I'm, I'm trying to get you to answer my question first, because I think you're asking me, like, who's to say that homosexuality is okay? Is that what you're asking me? Like, who's like in, a, in a way, in a way. Like, I'm just saying, like, if, don't cancel me. Cancel his ass. <laughs> Flame his ass after this comment, y'all. I'm just saying, like, if you say, if you say homosexuality is okay, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with, <laughs> um... You know, I, I think it's the same as the I think it's the same exact thing as the Bible saying it's wrong. It's just times have caught up with having sense. Yeah, so me saying homosexuality is okay is because I made my own rules in life and my relationship with God and saying that to me homosexuality is acceptable. There's not more to it. society. I mean so society affects everything for sure. Yeah. Society affects religion. But like even so, in my own belief system, like homosexuality is okay. I can make that decision for myself. When you're a Christian, you're supposed to adhere to like the Bible and stuff, right? Yeah. So like who is to say, like who because you didn't make these rules in the Bible, like who's to say like that should be okay, but like there's other things should still be not okay. I get that, but like everything becomes outdated, like even parts of the world. So that's what my question is. Oh. That's my that's my question. Like why yes, would you parts are outdated? Like I'm not denying that. So why would you choose to still, you know, adhere because to it's like you like you make it seem like it's it's so outdated, like it's not relevant. I think a lot of parts are not relevant. Yeah. I disagree. So but like okay. Do you like believe in sex before marriage? Do it, but I don't believe it. <laughs> like, I do it. I don't believe like it. You practice, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fucking up out here in the streets. <laughs> so, like, if it's something that you can't really live by, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that just does not work for you, but you still want to have a relationship with God. Why not create that for yourself? But even even Christianity says like you can you can fall short and still be a Christian, like. But I thought the whole like thought process is like don't fall short on purpose. Like don't be out here just doing whatever and then just come back to ask me for repent for, for repentance. I mean, it's it's just, you're supposed to be giving your best effort. You're supposed to be giving your best effort. But how many millennials get their best effort and stuff like that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So you so essentially you're saying millennials are weak. So you need to have a, so you need to form this whole new thing. I'm not saying I'm not trying to tell you what y'all need so, to so, not do. So, so, so y'all kids not fucking. <laughs> we gotta switch the whole fucking game up. I'm just not trying to tell you what to do with your life. But I'm saying, if you out here, if you know you need sex before marriage, why even set yourself up for failure and something that does not work for you? Well, then don't be Christian. That's what I'm asking people. Well, then don't do it. If, if, if you can't do it, then don't do it. <laughs> okay, we agree with that, Well, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm questioning why people are still considering themselves Christian, even though they know they can't adhere to these things. Because you're supposed to try. <laughs> but don't be trying. You should be fucking... <laughs> this is a thought, man. And I hope this doesn't come off like, you know, disrespect with anybody. Because I'm certainly not trying to disrespect anybody's religion or like that. Um, I just ask people a question because any conversation I've had about this is usually 
people, you know, kind of sidestepping things. Um, I know people that are like bisexual and like consider themselves Christian and they play such a pivotal role in their church. Like they, uh, they're at church like five, six days a week, you know, on hand and foot serving, you know, serving this building and everything and helping to operate, but they can't come out as who they really are because they know that. I'm telling you, like, okay, it's a lot of gay people. It's a lot of gay people in like the church, but it's not addressed. No one says know. like. No churches, one says churches like. Are, churches are. Churches have come a long way in accepting gay people. I, I think it's openly, <laughs> openly, churches have come a long way. And maybe you know better than me. But I do know. I'm just saying, from personal experience, I know people who are, you know, homosexual or bi- bisexual, and have to hold that part of themselves back. But you know, have to give their whole energy to the church. Like for me, that feels like incredibly like oppressive. I, I see that. Yeah. You know what I'm and so, I, don't know, I think that's the main reason we wanted to ask like our millennials, you know, swing away from tradition. I think we are big time. Yeah. Because um, we have realized how much the church has been oppressive to us, um, as well as just family traditional values, um, things like expecting to. You know, the expectancy to have kids at a young age, have this and this and this set up at a young age, but we aren't given the tools to actually you know, sustain those things like our parents or our parents' parents were. And more of us are just doing our own thing now. And I think that's the main reason why is a lot of this stuff just feels like it's just been around. Only only white man ever quote was my director who said, um, I was like messing with a service. I had a service situation something like that. He asked me why it was set up the way it was, and I was like, "Well, I mean, this is the way it's always been since I've been here." And he's like, "Just because you've been doing it forever, don't mean you've been doing it right forever." Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've always believed, especially in America, where we have this old ass constitution, and like all these old ass values that may have worked for somebody back in the day, but to this day, like, it's like clearly a lot of this stuff is obsolete, and um, and yet we still try to force it in on the people without considering the people in power who are the main ones benefiting benefiting from it. And not ourselves. So. This year, I want to fuck before marriage rent. <laughs> I look. I don't even. You know, I'm, I'm all for people abstaining from sex because sex is changing shit. A, a word. I am. I was not be doing it. I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, me and Mike have a conversation at least every three months where he'd be like. Yeah, man, I'm thinking about taking vows celibacy. You know, Look, I, ain't I, doing I just want to. <laughs> I just want to focus on me. You know, I just want to. I just want to do my thing. You know, I want to focus on you know, uh, helping out the community and you know, growing my and you know, growing my business. You know, doing more poetry. I'm like, damn, bro, that's what's up. But that, you don't be like that. You be acting like that because I, 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 I know at this point, I know at this point, I know. At, at first, I was like, damn, bro, that's what's up. And then lately. I do blue standard sometimes, man. Like sometimes I'd be like well, drought is not the same. I could do <laughs> it ain't the drought, man. Sometimes I'd be like, nah, nah, queen. I'm gonna I'm okay. wait. Okay. I'm gonna we'll wait till we get to the house. Okay. Gonna... <laughs> okay. Look, we can't do it in Atlanta. So we gotta we gotta do it. <laughs> Don't ever have the sex Lansing. in Atlanta, y'all. Don't ever have sex in Atlanta. It's the most uncomfortable sex in Atlanta. Bro, on side note, <laughs> bro. 
Never mind. You better put my shit on the street. Who, who you about no, to? I, don't worry about it. It's, just give me key words so I know what you're talking about. No, it's dead. It's dead. Don't worry about it. We good. We good. It was about me? No, it was about just life. About life. yourself, man. Bro, you... Okay, so anyway. <laughs> so you remember... Okay, so... You remember how much sex you used to have in the car because you didn't have nowhere else yeah. to go? <laughs> bro, so let me tell you, right? Oh, you about to talk about my windows and shit. No, uh... Oh! Oh! Okay. <laughs> bro... One time I rolled up a white car. This nigga had the nastiest, foggiest, sweat stain, sex sweat stain windows I've ever seen in my life. Like it was just a paste on the windows. It was so gross. And let's not talk about his mattress. No, all right, first of all, all right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I got a new, I got a, hey, just clear it up. I got a brand new mattress and a whole new bed set. I'm living my life. I'm good. I'm bored again. Born again, whatever I am. I'm a spiritual. I don't know what I am. I'm born again. I'm a spiritual flower. <laughs> there you go. Oh, too much information. All right. Any more thoughts on why you're not going to be Christian anymore? No, nah, man. <laughs> I don't want to burn in hell. That's, that's it. Vic said we have good intentions in the month go by. <laughs> right? That's it, man. You're like, damn, you, boy, I'm telling you, boy, you be knocking shit out, too. No sense. Listen, you be achieving all your dreams. When I had that drought after the dreadheaded ex-girlfriend, <laughs> a nigga went back to school. The dreadheaded ex-girlfriend? I don't want to say her name because she might be watching sometime. I don't know. <laughs> I promise you she's going to know who she is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I went back to school. I got a degree with honors. I got a new job. <laughs> like, my life changed. I got a new car. Like, out here. The drought does wonder for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, you can you can satisfy yourself and just be just fine. All right, so <laughs> that is over dying, y'all. All right, man. So we wanted to kind of end off the show with talking about what we managed to be thankful for in this dumpster fire of the year. Oh God. Um, as y'all know, that 2020 has been a fucking roller coaster. I always like make fun of people who say like every year, oh this year was the worst. Ah, and they put this little <laughs> meme of the woman walking up the stairs with all the dumb shit behind oh, her. Oh yeah. Every year, y'all come with this bullshit. I'm like, man, what did y'all do? 2020, we can collectively agree. Bro, worst year you've ever been alive, worst year of your life. I can't think of a, well, for me personally, it's, it's you know, on a personal, it's 09, because that's when my mom had her mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. But, like, worst year for, like, everybody in America? Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be 2020. I can't. As far as our lifetimes, I mean, we, we, I wouldn't disrespect people who've been alive during World War One and Two and shit like that. Like, oh, this is worse than Pearl Harbor over here. Um, but yeah, as far as our lifetime, it's the worst shit has ever been. But what do you have to find to be grateful for in the midst of all this? So, on a funny note, on a funny note, I'm, I'm extremely thankful. Oh no, sorry, on non-funny note, extreme, extremely thankful for my family. Oh yeah, extremely thankful for my family. Um, if it wasn't for Especially my daughter, just making me laugh at times, you know, during these bleak times when the motherfucker was so slow at the job and thought you might lose it, you know what I mean? Like when it was like, you know, oh man, uh, 16 million jobs lost every yeah every five days or some bullshit, right? You know what I mean? Um, that, but on like, uh, uh, like, I'm just thankful that. <clears throat> Sports came back. That's what I'm thankful for. <laughs> thankful the sports came back. That shit was bleak. COVID tried to take that shit away. Bro, COVID tried to take fantasy, boy. He's trying. He's still trying. 
it keep coming up now and then, like. Thankful that I'm still here, bro. Yeah. Because I've had uh, some health scares this oh year. Oh, my God, man. And uh, my lungs, the way my lungs responded to pneumonia, my shits are not built for COVID. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do you ever fully talk about that on the podcast? No, nah, I, I had pneumonia, if you didn't know. Uh, I missed, what, I missed two episodes? It was like, yeah, at least two. Yeah. Um, had pneumonia. Uh, hospital released me five days later. Got pneumonia again. Monks was like, nah, fam. Yeah. Uh, it caused like an autoimmune thing. So it, a lot of weird shit happened. Yeah. But I'm better now. So I'm thankful for my life. We thankful for it too, <laughs> man. I ain't trying to just pocket it up myself. Right? I mean, you couldn't. Because <laughs> I definitely own half of it. <laughs> you ain't get, your family get nothing. You know? <laughs> oh, no, we thankful for you too, man. Um, excuse me. Definitely thinking about the um, sports thing as well. Because we did not think football was going to come back. Oh, man, that shit, yeah. boy, shit came back right on time. Boy. Football already be taking, like, forever, forever. to come back. Every time. The Super Bowl is the most exciting and saddest day of the year. Because it's like, <laughs> damn, it's really I'm over. Just, you just don't sit there and wait. And you can see these little, little headlines of who's getting traded and who got yeah. cut and everything. But it ain't like watching football. Um, so, yeah, I'm thankful for that. I would say I'm thankful for a lot of things, matter of fact. Um, most importantly, <clears throat> the virus of pandemic itself allowed me to kind of rediscover me, like Michael Murray, the person. Um, when things was popping off, you know, when I started business and everything, I was being active oh, out here. But like all constantly, constantly. And I started, I didn't even realize it, but I started kind of defining myself by my achievements. Mm. I was kind of defining myself by like, you know, Mike the poet, Mike the photographer, Mike, the filmmaker, because you know, you did the first film and everything. Mm. And when the pandemic hit, I lost like a sense of like self defining, like who I actually am. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it allowed me to just sit with myself, be like, yo, who, who actually are you? Mm. Um, which I used to do all the time before I do this, when I started doing all these things. And um, I just I kind of forgot about that. You know, you just kind of forget to do what you're supposed to do when you're just in the zone of being happy and stuff. Yeah. So it allowed me to do that, but um, also just thankful for the various circles I have. Um, of course, with you and like our our circle, mm-hmm. my friends, but also like my artist circles, my professional circles, various social circles, like people who I it took way too long for me to see in person again. <laughs> but like we started getting these Zoom meetings popping, Dude. like. Which, yeah, exhausting now, right? It's <laughs> super exhausting now. So now we do them super sparingly. Sauce, what's happening? Got the sauce. We got heaven on pocket. He's a hilarious comedian. Um, that's one of the people, like just different circles of just artists or people or activists or just people who just give me good energy. People I can just fellowship with in this whole thing. Because it's been hard on my mental health for sure. Yeah. I mean, you both talked about that. Like, it's, it's, it's taxing. <laughs> It's so taxing, man. Like just not being able to engage with people. You just don't even realize how important it is. You just can't do it. Yeah. Like it's one thing choosing to do it or not. You know, me and you, me and you're like staying out all night days. It's like long behind us. Oh gosh. Long behind. Super us. washed. Super washed. Like bed at ten thirty? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but like not being able to do it at all. Yeah. Not having that as an option. It's just very depressing. Um, another thing I'm thankful for. My job finally realized that we can work from home. Did they really? Bro, 
Thank after, you, Jesus. After half of your staff died off, they're like, okay, okay. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I am super happy. Thank God for that, because I was worried about you, because this man was like half dead. Bro. They were like, you still coming in on Monday, right? <laughs> like, that didn't make any sense. I'm happy about that, too. Oh, I want to say one more thing. Like I said before, um, the people are not going to ride, you know, ride on this too much longer, but when we talked about the whole Joe Biden thing, it wasn't like a you know matter of like, is Joe Biden going to save black people? Like, did we put too much faith in them to like, you know, lift us up? Like, I'm thankful for these, these grassroots organizations led by black people, especially black women. We've been out here doing the damn thing regardless of who's the president and who's in whatever seat. Like, I'm thankful for all these people who I've been following and I've been able to have on the podcast, like CC Battle, um, who's just been out here just doing the damn thing in a major way and not waiting for any politician to save us anything. Um, and just having, just having this damn resilience and the determination to be like, man, we got this shit. I don't need no Biden or Trump, but I can do this. <laughs> um, I think for those people, I want to share more of those people. I want to have more of those people on the podcast because they definitely need to get their word. They're, I guess the organization <laughs> spread around a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, man. You got anything else you think before? No, nah, man. Just make sure y'all enjoy y'all family in a couple weeks. You know, for your mom and nobody. I said my family, nigga. Like, what more do you want? Nah, you need to say your mom specifically. Shout out, Linda. <laughs> That's my dog. That's my dog. We ain't got the same last name, so try to look up. Good luck. <laughs> try to look. Bro, my cousin used to tell me that all the time, <laughs> and I started believing it. <laughs> That's fucked up. This is terrible. You know you were adopted, right? Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, if y'all can comment anything y'all think before in the, in the chat, we'll come back and read it. Um, we thankful for y'all. Oh, yeah, more than anything for supporting us all this time. As you can see, Boy, y'all struggle with us through the Zoom meeting. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. For those that held it down since the Mixler days, like. I'm not gonna lie. I'm thankful for Zoom, too. I am thankful for Zoom, too. I'm thankful for Zoom. They made this shit possible. Yeah. Opened up us uh, having guests that are not here live in studio. Very true. But where we were. Very true. Uh, so it really kind of expanded uh, what we saw as being possible. Very true. Like I said, man, we get anybody. We got, we got Obama coming on the next show. Um, that's going to be out in December. I ain't say which Obama is going to be. So yeah, right. <laughs> so it's going to be A Obama. Rodney. It's going to be Rodney Obama. <laughs> be Clayton Obama um, on the next show. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> but until then, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into <laughs> So I'll say he's thankful for Thick Woman. That's what I'm talking yeah. about, baby. We right there with you. We'll be sleeping on Thick Woman. He just won. Hey, man, we forgot to do our couple season episode. You remember we did we did couple season a couple years? It was like a seasonal thing. I thought bro, we, I thought, bro, bro we did it twice. Did we? We've done it twice now. Yeah. What, we have like new tips because of couple season. Yeah. <laughs> it was something. It was something stupid. We still got time. It ain't even December yet. <laughs> we can you can do that in December episode. Bro, as hot as it is. As hot as it is, I don't know where some of y'all live at. <laughs> like in South Carolina, we don't know what time it's cooking, nigga. It's cooking, nigga. Seventy-five to eighty-five every day. I took a shower before the show, and I came out the shower. I was like, "Oh, turn the, the air on." What is, what's going Stick on? your shit in here. You know when you get out of the shower, you feel like you still wet from the shower, but you feel like you're sweating from <laughs> the external heat. That was gross. Yeah, I don't know what South Carolina. It's always been bipolar with the weather. 
Yeah, man. We're going to get into the thirst of the week. Um, uh, this week, we have... Oh, A.E. the Cool. Oh, let me tell you about A.E. the Cool. Um, I think that might be pulling her up on the thing. I met this young lady at um, the Free Times Music Crawl. Um, I think it was like right before the pandemic hit. And um, since that time, I feel like I Did you look at it already, Will? She's so pretty. She's so pretty. But this she? She's greasy. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, bro. She is like gorgeous. Um, super cute. I met her at the few times music call for all my friend uh, Miller. Shout out to Miller. Was performing. And a couple other friends of mine. Uh, Nisi Blues, who's a very good friend of the show as well, performing. And uh, when I tell you this girl can blow, oh my God, she killed the shit. Um, she had a whole band behind her, and she just put out this album called Dora Soul. Mm-hmm. That shit is the blackest, most beautiful shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, it's based in um, Augusta, Georgia. She's been out here doing her thing for a minute, um, I think at least for the last three or four years, um, <laughs> which is distracting me because he's going through all her pictures. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man, just a phenomenal, phenomenal singer. Um, please check her out um, at AE The Cool on Instagram and Twitter. I will look at her other stuff, but Will's still over in Thurston. <laughs> Let me go to her other stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Got an addiction. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, we released the EP actually before the Dora Soul album called Forgive, which is very good. But that Dora Soul album on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, check this album out, y'all. It's just so lit. And it's so good to see like local artists just stepping that game up in a major way over the last couple of years, by the way. Check her out. She's super dope. Um, I love her. I'll marry her um, tomorrow. Uh, it's her consent. Lord knows you're going to have to take her before marriage. So you might want to make sure she's okay. So I'm getting married tomorrow, <laughs> William. And I'm going to take care of all that. So yeah. Check her out, man. She's good people. Anything else? No. Uh-huh. We've been blown through these like one hour, you know, one on one shows, man. <laughs> um, so in short, Will's not going to be Christian anymore. Nope. Um, Will also, that. Will's trying to. We'll try not to burn. He's a diehard Republican. I might be that now. We might, <laughs> boy. Boy, if y'all boy Joe don't come through, boy, we're going to flip. Real <laughs> though, man, get in touch with y'all's congressmen. Like, do the thing. Or just support organizations that are. You can just donate money to the organizations that are. And um, just, just get involved, man. Take control of your life. The public servants, they meant to serve you. They, they take your tax dollars, so make sure they do their shit. So, anyway. That's it for today's show. We love y'all. I love y'all. Love. I love y'all too. We'll hate black people. We want to thank y'all for tuning in. We do. Um, oh, shit. We're not going to have a show. Um, we're not going to have a show. Um, uh, What is it? Thursday after next, which is yeah. the 26th? Yes. Yeah. But we will have two content. We're gonna be, yeah, we're going to be dropping some exclusive content. So sign up to patreon.com slash culture ignorance. If you want to get in on that, let's see where we at. Thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. Good night. We gotta get some spades in No, no. I've been dying for some spades, bro. Someone have posted a Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Slamming the card now. <laughs>